can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Welcome everybody to Beauty IQ, the podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Fleming. And I am your co-host, Hannah First. Hello. So you were just complaining on the phone that you hate your, you were like having trouble with your AirPods. Yes, I am having trouble with my AirPods. They keep disconnecting when we're in the middle of interviews. I mean, in fairness, I have had these. My ex-boyfriend bought these for my birthday about three years ago. So yeah, so it's time, <laughs> I for, an, for, a while. It's time for an yeah. upgrade, Jojo. Yeah. So I actually have a PWDKWN Tech Edition. Mm-hmm. It is the AirPods Pro. Yeah. I had done, I was like going to buy new AirPods and I was like, all right, am I just going to buy the regular AirPods or am I going to spend the extra like hundred bucks, whatever it is to get the pro. Yeah. And so I read, you know, how there's like all those tech reviews online and they like compare all the different tech stuff. So I was doing a lot of research and then I read this, I read the thing that like, it's got, there's noise cancelling. There's like all these amazing features of the pro, but the Are only these the ones with the rubber bit around the, yeah. t- the front. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I read I read a review and I was absolutely convinced. So another benefit of the new design, they're much easier to clean. While earwax and other gunk could easily build up in the many crevices of the older design, the removable tips should be much easier to keep oh, clean. You can take them off. So literally wax doesn't get like you you can see that the wax stays in the rubber bit at the top so you can remove oh. that rubber tip and like you can clean it with water or whatever right okay so I'm gonna need to get those ones they are game changing and also I think the newer airpods have these as well but you can change songs with the little tip at the end of the airpod oh like the, what yeah and you can turn noise cancelling on as well okay oh, all right joke. I'm sold I'm yeah like, you've sold them what? to me we use are you working with apple or <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't think I'm on their radar to be totally honest okay. with you. They've got you should fish be. to fry. <laughs> I honestly just just for the e-wax, like I'm really happy. Yeah, okay. I know I'm gonna make the investment because I definitely need a new pair, so why not? So what is on today's episode, Hannah? So on today's episode, I am getting the M sculpt, I think is how you pronounce it, treatment. Mm-hmm. So you'll hear all about that. And then we're um, speaking to Lauren Windsor. She's a celebrity tattoo artist based in Sydney. And of course, the products we didn't know we needed. So, Hannah, you sent me an email a while ago and yeah. you were like, how would this be for a cringy combo? And I opened the email and I was like... Uh, I mean, I don't know. I guess we could try it. <laughs> and then I watched a couple of videos and I was like, yeah, actually, maybe. I had actually, a friend had shown me it on Instagram and I was like, whoa, that is so funny. Like the sound mm. and it just, the whole thing just sounded like ridiculous and funny. Yes. So I thought, I didn't actually know what it did when I sent it to you. So thanks mm-hmm. for, um, I learned on the day what it was actually going to do. <laughs> And the other thing was that, like, I I wasn't doing it for fat loss. I was just really interested 
to know whether it like kind of lifted my butt a little bit or like Mm. that's really what I wanted to see if it worked. And I think we should like preface this by saying that we're not promoting fat loss kind of treatments. So we're just, we were really interested in the technology. So we went along and tried it. I just thought it would be funny. Let me tell you, it was very entertaining for me um, because I got to watch you go through it. And <laughs> Hannah has a Ross Gala moment at the end. Yes. Um, we can discuss that in our outro. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's go do it and then we'll come back and chat about it later. Okay. So we're here at Derm Lab in Melbourne. Hannah's about to have a treatment. I actually know nothing about M-Sculpt. <laughs> Neither so, do I. I just, it sounded cool. <laughs> so Christian is here to answer a few questions about the treatment. What should we start with, Hannah? What do, what do we need to know? Uh, what is it? So uh, we're actually we're using the M-Sculpt Neo today, which is the latest version of, uh, well, the upgrade graded version of M-Sculpt. So M-Sculpt Neo is a high fem plus device, so high intensity focused electromagnetic energy plus radio frequency. And that's the key difference between M-Sculpt and M-Sculpt Neo is now the, the new addition of uh, the radio frequency, allowing for greater muscle contract- contractions, greater muscle growth and fat reduction um, in selected areas as well. Okay, so essentially this is a body contouring treatment. Is that what we would call it? In a nutshell, yes. Amazing. And um, what kind of results would I expect? So um, on average, 25% muscle mass increase to the Oof. treated area. I'm so doing my nice, bum, by the way. <laughs> so we're doing your glutes today. So nice peachy kind of effect. You're not going to come out of this looking like Kim K, but yep. you're going to have a nice lifted peach effect and you're going to get some skin tightening as well because we are using with the radio frequency, not to the heat uh, that would destroy fat because we don't want to do that on the buttocks. Um, but you're going to get some skin tightening as well. Is it like doing exercise? It is, but there's no uh, replacement for regular exercise. Yeah, okay. So maintaining the results and everything, you know, yeah. would be. Well, I'm starting back at F45. This is going to kind of be my kickstart. So you will notice the strength very quickly um, Ooh, when you go okay. to the gym. So especially in your glutes, walking up hills. I don't know Amazing. if you suffer from any lower back pain. No, but I definitely struggle up hills. There you go. I'm so you notice the strength first okay, before yep. any aesthetic changes kind okay. of start to kick in and, and are noticeable, yeah. So is one treatment like an equivalent to X amount of squats or something? 25,000 contractions. Oh, oh my God, Hannah. <laughs> so is she going to be sore after this? No. So there's special patterns uh, with the M-Sculpt and M-Sculpt Neo that yep. stop uh, or actually disperse of the uh, lactic acid, which is what causes you to be crampy ah, the next day. That's so interesting. Um, so 25,000 contractions in one 30-minute treatment and you're yep. going to have four of them over a four-week period. So oh, one treatment a week for four weeks. So excited. I'm really excited to see what this is like because I've always wondered about this kind of technology and whether or not it actually works and as you said I think it was really good that you said it doesn't replace regular exercise but it is kind of like complementary to regular exercise. Where are the most common places that people get this done? Definitely the abdomen and the glutes would be the top two. Um, that was originally the the two main areas for M-Sculpt when it first launched as well. They've now released the small applicators and now with Neo, the small applicators have come out with the radio frequency built in as well. So you can now do the inner thighs plus biceps and triceps, which is more muscle building and toning. And you can also do the calves as well. So, so who would this treatment be best for then? Like who's the ultimate patient you know we've had uh bodybuilders coming in before competition through to models sounds like cheating (laughs) well it's it's, you know (laughs) uh 
uh, through to, you know, mums and everyday people. So mums mm-hmm. are the most rewarding for us because they come in, they've had one child or multiple. They've got abdominal separation mm-hmm. from, you know, the, from having a child and skin laxity. So now with the radio frequency, they're getting skin tightening on their abdomen. Yeah. Um, they're getting the diastasis reduced back, which previously mm-hmm. was a, a tummy tuck. Yeah. Uh, it was the only option. That's really so interesting. Yeah. M- is the only treatment in the world that's clinically proven to reduce the gap with wow. diastasis contraindications yeah, right. okay. so yes. patients that aren't suitable for this treatment would mm-hmm. be breastfeeding mothers or patients that are pregnant mm-hmm. or trying for pregnancy which mm-hmm. it's just a general mm-hmm. no-no okay yeah. um also copper ieds mm-hmm. um internal drug pumps or pacemakers mm-hmm. they're the main contraindications but again all con- all patients require a consultation mm-hmm. we want to make sure everyone's going to have a great treatment mm-hmm. and, and great result ultimately yeah. we do know that you've got a low pain tolerance oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah, does this hurt? Today's going to be fun. <laughs> uh, I can't wait. <laughs> You'll be able to hear me screaming over the machine. It's, it's an interesting feeling. So some patients will hate the abdomen because, you know, there's not as much cushion compared to the glutes. I got a lot of cushioning but, on my glutes. But then some patients will, won't like the, the, uh, the glutes because of the tapping sensation, which is where it releases the lactic acid. Uh, Personally, I think the tapping is the most cruisiest bit of the treatment because it's just tapping it's not contracting Mm -hmm. but some people don't like that it is kind of like you're twerking like Nicki Minaj (laughs) I just like can't even it's like the tattoo removal I can't imagine what it's going to feel like until until I'm in it this is literally causing your whole uh, well with your glutes all three muscles the the maximus the medius and the minor to to lift so all three muscles are working um, Mm -hmm. which is great especially for patients that have that lower kind of droopy saggy bit at the yeah, like underneath that buttock. Oof, I'm excited. I'm excited to get this going. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, we try these things so that the listeners don't, <laughs> don't have, have to. to do they it. can work out whether it's going to work for them by listening to this. Uh, you might put them off though, so try yeah, and we'll see. limit the no. screaming. Okay, I'll limit the screaming. I'll try, I'll try. Everyone knows I have a low pain threshold yeah. right now. All right, let's All right. get started. So Not Christian's just placing a handpiece over <laughs> Hannah's, each of Hannah's Bum buttocks. Cheeks. Um, so it, yeah, I don't know how to describe it. It just looks like a plastic kind of Ooh, paddle. Okay. Oh. Uh, is how I would describe it. How long does this go for? 30 minutes. Oh, so okay. This is 30 minutes. All right. Okay. She's strapped in. She's got the two paddles on each butt cheek. <laughs> so we're just going to select the glutes. Oh, oh. You might be able to hear it starting up. Now we're going to use uh, the, the radio frequency as I talked about before yep. with this. So this is the beautiful thing about the Neo because the M Sculpt didn't have this ability. So you you had muscle mass increase around 18%. Yep. This is now at 25% because the radio frequency heats up the muscle fibers and which allows it to grow more substantially. Oh, okay. So we're going to move up the radio frequency. All you'll feel is a little bit of heat slowly creeping on. So that just goes straight up to 100% nice and quickly. What are you experiencing at the moment, Hannah? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to start with the high fem. So a little bit of contraction. Oh, oh. <laughs> a little bit prickly. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh, my oh, my God. Oh, my God. So just confirming, no pain, right? It just no, feels very just strange. It's freaking weird. I feel like I'm watching you get electrocuted or something. <laughs> My butt's being electrocuted. Now, this is the tapping that we talked about. So not very painful. You're only at 45% so far, so we do have a little bit to get you up, but that's fine. 
Um, so oh. this tapping breaks up the lactic acid, okay. uh, which causes you to have cramps, you know, after mm -hmm. the gym the next day. Mm -hmm. um, that's basically accumulated lactic acid. Mm -hmm. Oh! oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's really getting going now, I think. <laughs> we oh still got God. 28 minutes left, Oh, Hannah. my God! Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> These ones are probably the most intense. Oh, this is not too bad. <laughs> Your butt cheek is literally lifting. Can you describe it, Hannah? Um, the feeling? It, oh, my God. What? <laughs> I absolutely cannot describe it. Um, what kind of words could I use? It's like your butt is tightening. Yeah, like every muscle in your butt is tightening at once. Like if you were to squeeze your butt cheeks really, really tight, yeah. it's that times 100. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so does this go in a cycle? Because I'm noticing. It does. Yeah, it so does. what is the cycle that it's going so through? So short contractions and then the tapping and then it does the ramp up where it kind of lifts the whole muscle and then drops it. Yep. And then shorter ones and then it will start again with the tapping okay yeah. oh my god <laughs> but it really does exhaust the muscle mm -hmm. but it's incredible how you're not fatigued mm. at all yes for example <laughs> yesterday i did the tops of my quads mm -hmm. on this same mode so it heats up the muscle but it doesn't melt fat mm -hmm. and i got up to 70 percent, and that's as far as i could go yeah you're now at 100 percent. so okay. you're doing great yeah but today zero discomfort yeah. no even if I tense right now, yeah. I can't feel anything oh, there. So yeah. it really recovers fast. I don't think we've done a single like in-person thing oh. where you haven't oh. put people off a treatment. <laughs> <laughs> so I think maybe the next one I'll do. Ooh, I think you should. What can, what can you do? What can I do? Oh, my God. Okay. Um, I'm really trying to concentrate. Um, <laughs> we can think. discuss that later. Oh, I can think in between. Like okay. Like downtime yeah, yeah. and then when it starts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've got about three seconds. What could you do? I actually do want to go and have some skin needling done. I think that's a good idea. So Why don't you get do RF needling? Oh, yeah. Because that's something we haven't yeah, spoken okay. about before. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll consider that. RF needling. <laughs> uh, laser. Yeah. Well, are you going to get your belly button holes? <laughs> <laughs> I was considering it. That's an e hole, by the way. Oh, yeah. Look at it. It's completely. Um, oh, wow. Got, it does have a little bit of a. Just, wow. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Amazing. That is amazing. All right. All right. Oh. Well, I think maybe okay. we'll stop recording. We'll stop recording now. Um, so today's guest that we have on the podcast is Lauren Windsor, who is a celebrity tattoo artist based at Hunter and Fox Studio in Sydney. Welcome to the podcast, Lauren. Thank you guys so much for having me. I'll admit I'm not a tattoo fan. I don't have any tattoos, but Hannah is, although she's going through the process of having one of them removed. But I was interested to know, Lauren, what are the statistics around the rise in popularity of tattoos over the last couple of decades? Well, since I've been tattooing for a decade now, so even from when I started to now, well, I was quite heavily tattooed. And I, when I moved to Sydney, I'd say hello to people when I'm like making eye contact, walking past, and they kind of grab their bags and cross the roads as if I was like someone scary because I think it's a generational thing. Back like when my parents were younger, uh, the only people that had tattoos were kind of like the bad guys or whatever. And my mum, in fact, wouldn't come into the shop for the first three years that I was tattooing because she was kind of 
she didn't understand it or really want to understand it, just thought I was maybe getting in the wrong crowd or something. Then I started tattooing her friends uh, from her work at the bank. And she's like, oh, okay, this is like a thing. And now I just did my mum's first tattoo at the start of the year. So wow. it's changed a lot. Um, I think just so many different types of people are getting tattooed now instead of you know, the tough guys or, and I think that's because there's more styles available to suit different people as well. I, I think when I started in my like grad job, I would have been, would have been 10 years ago. And I had this tiny little heart on my foot and my manager was like, is that a tattoo? Oh my God. And now I don't think that would happen now. Like I think tattoos are a little bit more like common in workplaces than maybe that when I was a grad I was <laughs> you're like you're the bad it's one like, <laughs> it's the size of a it's smaller than a five cent piece and you're questioning me about my tattoo. and it's I swear it's harder to find someone that doesn't at least have something little like that than to find yeah to find someone without tattoos you know I when totally I, agree yeah. with that I look, <laughs> I look for men on hinge that don't have tattoos and I'm like everyone has a tattoo it's so rare now that they do yeah and not all yeah. good ones but they definitely there's definitely a lot out there and back to like the work thing as well before I started tattooing like I still had a couple on my arms I'd go for job interviews you know I'd make sure my hair was blown they were all covered up there was one the last office job I had no one knew that I had them and I was, you know, it was just data entry, but I love, I just love to work. So, you know, the boss was like, yeah, I'm doing a good job. One day it was so hot. I took my cardigan off and she saw the tattoos and just completely treated me so differently. And now wow. like one of my really good friends um, who I also tattoo, he's heavily tattooed and he's got a really corporate job and they don't even think about it really. Yeah. I guess in terms of the kinds of tattoos that people are getting now, I think the last few I had done were really like dainty, fine line tattoos. But I remember like when I was young getting my first tattoo, I don't remember that being as big and like it wasn't probably like all over Instagram as it is now. Have you seen like what kind of tattoos are the most popular now definitely yeah more on the finer side um especially with me i work in a shop that does mainly traditional like the more bold tattoos and they're still just as popular but for first timers especially i'm finding the final line stuff mm, uh, tattoo virgins yeah and it just makes it more <laughs> available to them like maybe little chicks don't want to have some big gnarly skull tattoo you know but they want to have a tattoo and it doesn't suit their personality and now you know you can really get anything done mm. I, I must say I've never had the urge to get a tattoo ever in my life I've never thought I'm just gonna I'm just gonna book something in so when someone sits in the tattoo chair what are the most common reasons for someone getting a tattoo? Is it is a lot of them sentimental reasons or do people just do it on a whim? Or drunk. Just, I've seen people on Instagram <laughs> being like, yeah, I just booked a tattoo. What should I get? And I'm like, how do you not know? I don't still don't understand when people are like, oh, I just want to get something. I don't know what to get. What should I get? I'm like, I don't know what you'd like or anything. Like yeah. for me, <laughs> if I'm going to get something, it's, yeah. And same with first timers, it's either something sentimental uh, that makes you have the urge, like, you know, it could be someone that passed away or a best friend tattoo or, yeah, that's one big reason. Or it can also be for confidence a lot as well. Like, I, I will admit, like, I, I have freckles everywhere and I used to be really self-conscious. So when I started getting tattoos, I wasn't so embarrassed to show my arms. And that's like something on a, such a small scale. But then you have people that have, you know, stretch marks or old cutting scars or even... Uh, 
yeah, either sentimental for confidence or just because you like the art and you like to collect art too, you know? Yeah. Now you have tattooed some celebs. Can you give us all the goss on who and what they got, if you're allowed to? Yeah, I can say, (laughs) to be honest, I'll put one thing out there first. Most of them, before I tattooed them, I didn't actually know who they were. So that was really (laughs) good because then I wasn't nervous. The first celebrity I tattooed was Miley Cyrus. And I, that was the one I was really nervous about because number one, I'd never met a big celebrity before. So I I was like, what are we going to have in common? And number two, I was a big fan of hers. But when I first met her, she introduced herself, told me her name and made me feel like she was normal. So that was already comfortable. But Mm -hmm. Post Malone, I was really sick when he hit me up. And I was like, I don't really know who this guy is. I messaged my friends at work, should I do it? And they're like, you have to do it, you have to. And I was yeah. like, all right, sweet. And then I even was asking him, oh, have you been to Australia before? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean he hit you up? Did he DM you? Yeah. The, and this is a weird Whoa. thing. So Miley DM'd but me. But, like, what did he say? Like, well, he was just like, hey, I want to get a tattoo while I'm here. When are you free, are you free tonight? And oh. I was like, oh what do you want to get? And he, I did the Playboy on his face, but I also did um, oh my a God, Beauty and the Beast dancing in a love heart um, on his leg, like a, a big Disney tattoo. So I was like, oh, they're both right up my alley as well. He actually maybe handled it the worst out of any celebrity I've tattooed, like on his, the one on his really? leg. His face was nothing to him, which is bizarre. But the <laughs> leg one, he, he called me an, a, an effing nut because I was so painful. Oh, my God. <laughs> And you've done Sophie Turner as well, haven't you? And that's another really funny one as well because Joe Jonas, her partner, he was DMing me because he was here for The the Voice, I think, uh, yep. or one of those shows. Anyway, he was messaging me for a month. I was in France for a month and he's like, when are you home? I want to get tattooed. I'm like, I I'm doubt this is going to work out because I'm gone for a month. The day I landed, he messaged me again. He's like, um, "When are you still free? And I was like, I'm free tomorrow. I just landed. And then he said, uh, my girlfriend's here. Can she get a tattoo as well? And I was like, yeah, sweet. Not knowing, I'd never seen Game of Thrones. I didn't know who she was. And then I tattooed a Game of Thrones tattoo on her. I that know that the, tattoo. The pack survives. And when, that, when I posted it, because I'd never seen it, I got so attacked from all the fans, like, you've ruined the ending of Game of Thrones, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh. I ended up watching the whole the whole thing after. But they were like, oh, you've ruined it, blah, blah, blah. And I saw her on uh, one of the late night talk shows and they were asking her and she's like, no, no, it's just like, uh, you know, the, the other actors she was working with, it's like a family, like, matching tattoo or whatever. Then the show ended and a big article came out. Um, saying that I did ruin it. So I did, in fact, ruin <gasps> Game of Thrones. I just <laughs> wow. had no idea. And I had no idea how important that tattoo was at the time. And now when I think about it, I'm so glad because I would have been freaking out. <laughs> yeah. Well, it sounds like you have a lot of celebrities damning you. Do you know Colin Farrell by oh, any chance? No, but I can pr- probably put my feelers <laughs> out there. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah is obsessed with Colin Farrell. No, Colin Farrell got all his tattoos removed, so I can't imagine he's sliding into your DMs. Did he? Every oh single God. one. Tattoo removal is a big thing now too because, yeah, with things like Instagram and you can do your research, people are realising that they can get what they actually want instead of what they were actually given, you know. And like you mm. were saying about getting mm. finer stuff when you started and it wasn't a big thing, The we have laser at our shop. So when people come in to get laser, it is usually younger females that, uh, yeah, wanted something fine and went into a walk-in shop and they're like, no, we can't do it, blah, blah, blah. And it ended up being thick and bold and, and whatever. 
So that mm. um, also shows, yeah, how much more popular and how many more people are doing that fine line stuff now. So I'm actually interested to know a little bit more about the pre-care and aftercare of a tattoo because I'm into the skincare side of things. So what's the best way to prepare your skin for a tattoo and the best way to make sure it heals well? So preparation-wise, there's not much to do besides just make sure you're not sunburnt because that's going to be extra peeling. Uh, when you mm. get a tattoo, it does heal like... Uh, any other normal scratch or scab. Um, so if you've got that, it's already a layer that's going to be coming off. But other than that, nothing, because I or, the, or your tattooist will be doing all of that preparation for you. Uh, so mm-hmm. we'll be shaving the area, like cleaning the area with cleaning alcohol and Dettol and leaving it up to us to shave it is the best because it actually exfoliates the skin as well. And then with aftercare... Uh, ever since I've started, we've been using Bepanthin, uh, mm. and now Bepanthin's brought out the tattoo uh, ointment. And we just advise mm-hmm. to use that once in the morning after having a shower, um, towel patting it dry, and then once again in the nighttime. I love the mm-hmm. feeling of a new tattoo and putting Bepanthin. I don't know why. It's just like the ritual of putting <laughs> Bepanthin on a new tattoo. I just love it. Why, why is that? Is that weird? <laughs> I no, I feel the same way about that and the smell of dead oil. I think it's just the those two things, especially yeah, putting that smell of the bepanthin cream is just such a reminder that you've also like completed that tattoo, you did it. Like. Yeah. I really like I don't know why. It's like the ritual no. of it really reminds me of all the t- tattoos I've had. So the Bepanthin tattoo study that came out recently had some interesting insights around how many people regret tattoos. Do you have any tips on how to not regret your first tattoo? Yes. Um, If I got all the tattoos that I first wanted when I was younger, I would be probably getting laser as well (laughs) because they wouldn't be really emo. (laughs) But my advice uh, is... You know, if you've got an idea, sit on it for a while because, you know, Mm. even as you were saying earlier, you change your mind here and there. So if you still want that idea, however long it is down the track, months, a year, whatever, at least you still know you love it. If it's got sentimental value, that's even easier because like my first tattoo uh, is two roses with my brother and sister's names in it. And the style that it is, I wouldn't get it now, but I still love it 100% because it has sentimental value. Mm. And other than that, I mean, the internet is just such an infinite resource to find an artist that is your style. Uh, like we've all been saying, like there's so many different styles getting done now. You can, you have the ability to find the person that's the best at that in your area or if you, if you want to travel, well, when COVID's over, I suppose. <laughs> mm. Yeah, honey, you've had quite a few tattoos overseas um, in third world countries. Oh my god, you? Lauren, I've got to tell you, I was in, um, I was nineteen in uh, Florianopolis in Brazil, and I was like, I'm going to get a tattoo. Um, did not think about it. Didn't sit on it. I love the um, transition from that to this party. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I ended up at a tattoo parlor um, and got the design done and. He didn't speak English, so that was sort of a language barrier to, like, explain what I wanted. Anyway, it was like an outline of a bow and I was lying down. It was on my hip bones. It was really – I was screaming. Like, Joe, yeah. you know what I'm like when I get any <laughs> treatment done. Yes. Screaming. Oh, especially anyway, around those areas. The hip bone, yeah. And then I, I was, like, lying there and I was, like, to my friend, I was, like, oh, what's he up to? She's, like, oh, he's just finishing off the shading. And I was, like – what shading oh my god (laughs) oh my god and I was like 
We didn't discuss shading. It was an outline. <laughs> it really went oh for my it. God. But you know what? Now that I, it's it's on my hip bones, so you can't really see it. And I actually am now like that. That was that was a great story, and I'm kind of I don't want to get it removed because it's a great story and reminds me of being 19 and traveling South America. I love that because I'm exactly the same. There's definitely some tattoos that uh, I feel like I started off getting really perfect tattoos, and now I sometimes get worse ones because I do the same <laughs> thing. I'm like, oh, we're all here having this experience together. Like, yeah. let's go get something silly. And I've even had my mum tattoo me and my friends. I've had Miley tattoo me, and they're all really. <sighs> But they're my favourites <laughs> because they have sentimental value and the memory and the the whole experience, you know, even though they're not done well, I'm exactly the same. Yeah. I wouldn't, wouldn't get rid of them. Totally. So finally, um, speaking of regrets, what are the biggest tattoo disasters you've had to correct? Like have you had spelling mistakes? I haven't had any spelling mistakes. I've seen them come through the shop. The most cover-ups I do, and I hate to say it, but it is um, like – boyfriend girlfriend or uh-huh. yes. um, I've even had one dark colored in myself <laughs> I was smart though because I don't know if you can see it was yep. a oh wait where am I going this black love heart yeah I was like yep. you know what I'll put it in there because just in case something happens I can just have a black love heart and I won't hate it but <laughs> and I did the right thing but yes. that's that's the most common thing or just a tattoo done really bad why did it, it's so funny that people get they're like new, like Travis Barker, I think Courtney just tattooed. They've been together like a minute. I know. I honestly thought the same thing. Luckily, like he's so heavily tattooed, it wouldn't matter. But I feel yeah. like he would have a lot of um, other people's <laughs> names, names on there. If they're willing to get it that quickly, chances are they have a tattoo for someone else. Too. Yeah. I also think that's like a bit of a jinx too. Like doing that mm, stuff early yeah, is a jinx. Early. Like I... Like, I'm not saying don't do it because I've done heaps on, like, you know, married couples and whatever. But doing it, I've had couples come in and it's like, I always ask, how long have you been together? Like, how'd you meet? Blah, blah, blah. They'll say three months and in my mind, it's like, oh my God, do no. not react. Like, don't react. And then I'm like, I'm going to be seeing you in a couple of months to fix that one. Yeah. Are you, are you like confident then? You're like, oh, well, at least I get a second yeah. payment yeah. at some point. It's either going to be me or the laser guy. <laughs> and I mean, you're not, it's not like you're a relationship counselor. So it's not like you can be like, guys, um, let's just talk about like, it's like, you're like, okay, <laughs> you've come in for a tattoo. I'll do the tattoo. That's it. And obviously, they've made, the decision to do that the only times I'll ever say no to doing anything is if it's offensive other than that Mm -hmm. it's all anyone's choice Mm. even like I had some tattooer that thought he was a big shot and he said to me oh it must be good being you and you can say no to like the tattoos or whatever and I'm like I'm not too good for anything if I can do a good job even if it's not my style and that's what's going to make them stoked that's the most important thing because the tattoos I have on myself, I think they're awesome, but people might be like, oh, why do you have three dogs tattooed on you? You know what I mean? So, <laughs> and same thing, like I can't, I'm not going to be giving people advice on if they should get that matching tattoo or like best friends or relationships or whatever because I don't know it and that's, they've mm. come in and made that effort so it's not for me to judge and I try my best not to and if I do, mm. I hold it inside. Mm. <laughs> Um, Joanna, if you if we went up to mm. Sydney and we went to see Lauren and we were like, you got to see the the girl that tattooed Miley, and you and I were going to get tattoos with Lauren, what would you get? You have to get something. I, you know what? 
The only tattoo of yours that I like is that snake. Oh, I think that was the most recent one yeah, you got. Yeah, that's the most recent one. I would get that on my on my back. All right, probably. Lauren, let's yeah. lock it in. Because then I never have to see it. Perfect. Well, I'm ready when you guys are. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, we'll do matching um, Playboy face tattoos. <laughs> I'll happily contribute to that. <laughs> yeah, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be paying you, Lauren. You'd be paying me. <laughs> I'll pay Fat Joe. I'll do it for the experience. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for talking to us today. I so did not expect to like be loving this chat about tattoos because (laughs) as I said, not my thing, but loving this. No, me too. I was actually so nervous too. And this just felt like such a casual girls chat. So thanks so much. (laughs) (laughs) Our pleasure. We'll see you in Sydney. Product we didn't know we needed, Hannah. Uh, you were saying the other week you were starting to run out of stuff, but I see you've got two in here now. So, <laughs> well, me no, in. I, I did just want to give a little bit of an update that the I've been using the Dermalogica Smart Response Serum. Oh, have you? I've been using it twice a day, every day for at least the last two weeks. Oh mm-hmm. my god! Like it's amazing. I've been using it every day too. I can't not use it now though. Like I really, yeah. really love it. It makes, it does make a difference. It has made a difference. It's for me, the biggest difference is the smoothing and the hydration. I love it. I really like this serum. I'm wow, really that's impressed. quite a testimonial. Right I know, there. but like I knew that you had done it and I was like, look, mm. I'm going to, I want to do like a follow up and be like, yes, I loved it too. Yeah. Um, and then the other one that I wanted to talk about today was the eye cream that I'm using at the moment. I Do you know why I'm lazy with eye creams? Because the why? bottles are so hard to open and it's so hard to get oh, like a tiny when you've amount got greasy out. Hands. And then you've got to dab <laughs> it on. And I'm just like, I can't be bothered. And then I don't do it. So mm. aside from the fact that this has a lot of good stuff in it, it's actually really easy to use because it's like a little jar. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that does make a difference. I've heard good things about this one, but I've never tried it myself. So it is the SkinCeuticals AGE Eye Complex. And basically um, what I liked when I read sort of the product description was that they did a 12-week controlled clinical study. So Mm. people were using it twice daily. I love a clinical study. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And what that study found was that it improved dark circles, puffiness, wrinkles, and crow's feet specific to the skin around the eyes Mm -hmm. yeah so if you sort of the immediate effects that under the eye will appear more radiant and then in the interim you might um, notice an improvement of like puffiness and dark circles around the eye area I don't have dark circles so that's I can't really I do (laughs) yeah I can't really speak to the dark circles but what I will say is the I guess I've been using it for quite a while now it will reduce the appearance of um, fine lines and particularly for me around the under eye Mm -hmm. I have found that my under eye area is looks more hydrated and smooth okay maybe I need to try that I am using four eye creams at the moment so you layer um, four eye creams or you use no I just use them on and off because I just I don't know what's working and my dark circle under my left eye is really annoying me and so I'm just doing anything except drinking water that's that's where I draw the line so my product I didn't know I needed today is the Murad Vita C Triple Exfoliating Facial. Now, you will be shocked to know that this has a physical element to it, a physical mm-hmm. exfoliating element, which generally I avoid like the plague because mm-hmm. I have rosacea and physical exfoliants are not ideal for my skin type. However, I will say that the 
refined nature of these like physical particles in the product, you can barely even feel them on the skin, but it leaves my skin so smooth. So it's got enzymatic exfoliants, chemical exfoliants, physical exfoliants, and then it's got a vitamin C complex in it as well. So it pretty much, it says it's an exfoliating facial. So basically it's just like a cream. Mm -hmm. You put that onto the skin, leave it on for a few minutes, and then you kind of um, rub it in while you're in the shower and you just like rinse it off while you're in there. It's probably the least messy way to do it but it really does leave my skin so smooth and bright and I've been feeling like my skin has been looking a little bit dull lately because of the weather mm-hmm. like the cold weather really just I don't know it messes with my skin I think because I'm drier and yeah so I gave this a go I've used it probably four times and every time I'm like wow that really does make such a difference with how smooth Sold. and fresh my skin looks I find that it probably helps with the penetration of other products I'm putting on afterwards as well. So I usually after I've done this, we'll then do my Alpha H um, Midnight Reboot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely has made a difference to my skin, but very surprising for me. I was like, I'm going to hate this because it's got a physical exfoliant in it, but I think it's gentle enough for even more sensitive skins like mine for sure. And it smells like oranges, so yeah, oh, it's quite pleasant. I'm trying it tonight. I always, mm. as soon as you say, like it was like the Dermalogica, as soon as you tell, look, I'll be back next week to tell everyone what I think yeah. of it, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's recap on the M-Sculpt. So yeah. once you have finished. I've got to, with- I don't know. I've got to tell you a story. I've got to tell you okay. a story. <laughs> it was the best conversation starter on Bumble, I swear to God. Oh. So... I was chatting to this guy, sexy, we were voice memoing, oh, sexiest, oh. sexiest voice I've ever heard. <laughs> um, so I was chatting to him and he's like, oh, what have you, what have you done this week? And I was like, well, yeah. actually, um, I just got back from this treatment and I had two pads put on each butt cheek and oh. um, it was like I was being electrocuted. <laughs> and, <laughs> He would have had no idea what you were talking about. (laughs) My sister saw me in the lift and I had like my Lululemons on and she was like, I think your butt looks like perky. And I was like, oh, I wonder if it's the one session of M-Sculpt. I wasn't sure. But I mean, Christian did say you won't see a result after no. one session. <laughs> well, maybe maybe, maybe she was just being nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I did go to F45 because I did a bit of research online and, and I think that the best results is if you kind of then, you do then exercise. Yeah. Or- well, he did say it's not a replacement for exercise. It's yeah. It's kind of a complementary thing. So yeah. the most interesting part about it all was that I went went to F45 for the first time in I reckon eight months on Saturday and that's a one hour session if anyone goes to F45 you know how hard that session is and so I don't I I did the (laughs) session like because it was like I just did 20,000 squats right so yeah yeah he said you'd notice that you were stronger yeah and that you wouldn't hurt as much because it tapped all that lactic acid out um so I woke up on Sunday and every single muscle in my body was like searing pain except my butt. Wow. Like I like could hardly walk yesterday. Because I my... was shocked that you weren't sore after that treatment. No, like, not at all. The way not... that that was <laughs> contracting your bum. <laughs> I was like, she's going to be sore tomorrow. I'll have to update you again. I've got three more sessions and I've got, mm. I'm going to have before and after pics. I don't want to lose bum fat. I like big butts. So I don't want to yeah. lose, but I just want like, yeah. I just thought it might give it a little like perky lift. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens, We'll see what happens. (laughs) 
Have you been on any dates lately? I have never had anything about having a podcast or anything on my Hinge profile, but I did, you know how the other week I did Milky Foot? Yes. Um, I had just posted, Hannah, I had just posted my stories of me peeling off my foot skin and a guy from Hinge goes, oh, I just found you on Instagram. And I was like, oh, "Oh, that literally couldn't have come (laughs) at a worse time. But, I mean, he didn't seem too put off about the foot skin. He only only cancelled one date. He only, he cancelled? He only, yeah. He can't, so you've experienced this. Good. Thank God, finally. (laughs) I'm so sick of Joe having every guy turn up to every date. Like, are you a fembot? Like, no one turns up to dates. Like, this is crazy. I think I just set up good karma for myself because I turn up to every date. You what? did that to yourself. Wait, wait. So he he cancelled, and what yeah, did you- I don't think it was to do with the foot skin. To be honest, I think what? he just had something come up. Sure, he did. Yeah, they always do. <laughs> they always do. <laughs> Thanks everyone for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also, we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated. 